He was like, okay. Oh, DJ Envy, Angela Yee, and Charlemagne the God. Wake, Wake that ass, ass up. up. The, the Breakfast Club, Club is on. Right. Yeah. I have to live I'm talking to the Breakfast Club this morning. Okay, okay, okay. I love coming here. I'm never not going to come here. You guys are good to me. In return, I'm always going to be good to y'all. For a lot of people in the hip-hop generation, The Breakfast Club is where people get their information on the topics, on the artists, and everything like that. In that aspect, radio is still important. The Breakfast Club. When my name come up, respect it. Yo 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 Good morning, Angela Yee. I thought she was here. Charlemagne the God. Peace to the planet. It's Friday. What's happening? What's happening? Happy Halloween, everybody out there. I know it's not. I know Halloween's tomorrow, but we usually we celebrate on a Friday or the. The day of, and we were all gonna come in dressed up as our characters, but that didn't happen. Yeah, it didn't happen because um, we all decided to stay home. It's proper protocol, uh, just in case, because you know when you hear somebody that uh, was in the studio may have been in contact with somebody who uh, tested positive for COVID. It's mm-hmm. like you know what? Let's take some let's take some proper precautions. Even though I had a test yesterday, because um, I have to do something on Monday, which requires me to go into another studio, so I had to take a test. Yesterday afternoon, actually. Right. And, you know, I'm negative. But, hey, if everybody wants to take proper precautions, I totally understand. Even though I wanted to come in dressed up today. Me too. Mm-hmm. Me too. Now, now, I will say, though, everything happens for a reason, though. Because I'm not going to lie. That extra hour of sleep this morning was slapping. It hit different. I'm not going to lie. I needed it. It sure did. It sure did. All right. Well, Angela, yeah, you never dress up for Halloween. Why not? I'm just curious. I told you ever since I was young, it's never really been a thing. Growing up in Brooklyn, I was never allowed to Getting go. Getting candy has never been a thing. My parents would just buy it for me the next day, half price. Damn, is that bad? Oh. I think I, yeah, man. I think I might have dressed up once. Somebody cute as sad music. At least I grew up Jehovah Witness. I got a way better excuse. And the one time I did dress up, I wasn't able to go trick or treating because I had I used to take piano lessons. And I was allergic to cats, and my piano teacher had a cat, and I had a really bad allergic reaction that day. So, That's and I dope. ended up not being able to go. That's dope. You could have added it to your costume. Could have just said it's part of the costume, whatever the rash was. My eyes was. were all swollen. I couldn't see. Yes. That's amazing. That's an amazing I, Halloween I always, costume. It looks so real. I always wonder how that, how that affected you as an adult. Like, do you want to do more childhood fun things because you weren't allowed? You never went to Disney World. You know, you couldn't. <laughs> Go trick or treating with your friends. You know, you had to stay on the stoop. You know, you didn't see Lion King. Like, I wonder, like, as, as an adult, do you do more like other kitty things because you miss that stuff? Kind of like Michael Jackson. Like, you know how Michael Jackson always did like the kitty things because he didn't have a no, childhood. No, I don't do kitty things. And uh, I was allowed to leave the stoop, but when I was like six, I couldn't. I wasn't allowed to leave the stoop. I think I don't think that's a bad thing. Uh-huh. You sure you don't have any childhood trauma from that? You you have an uh-huh. inner wounded child that's. Might want to go to Disney World. Maybe wants to just dress up for Halloween just once. Say trick or treat. I've been to Six Flags. <laughs> okay, six flags. that's the same. That's cool. It's like you say, I've been to Action cool. Park. It's not the same. Yeah, nah, 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 nah. Six Flags park. is dope. It is dope, like, but it's not Disney World. Six Flags is dope. Well, one is dope. one is a, a forty five minute drive away, and the other one you got you got to fly, you got to stay overnight. It's like excitement. Let's be clear, guys. Disney World is very expensive. Yes, it is. 
But your parents didn't go because why? Because trick or treating, getting candy half price is crazy. Your dad is still cheap to this day. You don't know if this is a you don't know if this is a trigger for her. Ye. I mean envy, and you just right. steady just my going. Dad, my dad, my dad to this day right. will drive two hours out of the way to avoid <laughs> paying a toll. <laughs> oh, okay. Spend the money on gas, but he ain't pay that toll. And Listen, we got inducted. Disney World. <laughs> we got inducted into the Radio Hall of Fame last night too. It's official. Mm-hmm. Yes. You know. Yes. Even though it was virtual, I hate yes. virtual everything. I really do. Like I don't. I, I'm so tired of virtual. We do. You do. Yeah, I got I mine in the mail. I got mine sent to my house. Really? You got your award in the mail? Oh, now who's triggered? I didn't get mine. Yes, I got I'm not mine. triggered. I'm just, I'm, I'm not triggered. I'm just mad now. I'm yeah, like, you I didn't no get award my award. I didn't get no award in the mail. I was... got mine like three days ago. Really? Hold on now. I got a bunch of magazines. I, I, got, no I got that too. That, I got my award outside. already. I'm going to go check the box to see if that is I'm there. I'm going to go I, check I, right now. That box came no award. You know what's funny? When I started doing my, my little speech last night, I had to turn the camera off, right? Because Charlemagne was looking at me and his big face was looking at me. Because <laughs> you <laughs> was crying. I was. I did tear up, man. It meant a lot. You tearing up. I know. And you was looking at me. You looked like you wanted to hug me. So I just had to turn the camera off. I would have hugged you if we was all on stage together. Why not? That's a good moment. Even though, you know, I wish we could have done it on stage in Chicago from the Broadcast Museum. Um, you know, because I've been to a Radio Hall of Fame induction before because I, I gave uh, the intro speech for Wendy Williams back in 2009 when she got inducted. So that's a great moment um, that we haven't gotten experienced uh, yep. because of COVID, of course. But I don't know. Whatever, man. So yeah. it's all God's plan. I'm not tripping. I, I'd rather have, uh, you know, gotten in to say that we're in as opposed to, you know, not gotten in. That's right. So whatever. whatever. Well, the reason we are home, uh, reason he'll be joining us this morning. Yes, uh, he will be. That's the reason we're home right now. Well, the reason he did an interview with us. This was our first uh, live interview since March, right? And, and what's so in amazing, person, his, album, his album, because he's on TDE, his album is called New Beginnings. So that's, mm. that's what it felt like, you know, having him in the studio after, you know, not being in the studio doing interviews for how many months? I don't even remember now. Like six months, seven yeah, months. Yeah, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. And we'll be joined by Reason's new TDE artist, so we'll kick it with him. And we got front page news next. What are we talking about, Yee? Uh, Yes, we are going to talk about the events that both Joe Biden and Donald Trump held in Florida yesterday. As you know, Tuesday is the last day to vote. All right, we'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. Now, in Thursday night football, the Falcons beat the Panthers 25-17. What else are you talking about, Yee? Uh, well, let's talk about these rallies. Both Joe Biden and Donald Trump went head-to-head in Florida yesterday. The other thing that's happening right now is that we've had uh, quite a swing up in the amount of coronavirus cases. So far right now, there has been a new daily record with more than 88,000 new coronavirus cases yesterday. So, uh Biden had a socially distanced, distanced drive-in rally in Broward County where he thanked everybody for wearing masks and for staying six feet apart. And he asked for people to change the course of the pandemic into science over fiction. Um, and again, Donald Trump was also in Florida and he's been campaigning there. And you know what they're saying too? There's been a huge uptick in cases of coronavirus in the places where Donald Trump has actually ha- held these huge rallies. So Donald Trump was in Tampa. He appeared there with his wife, uh, Melania Trump, also. Yeah, I mean, I understand that. I mean, people are out there protesting. They're not wearing masks. A lot of Trump, Trump supporters feel like they don't have to wear masks. So if you put them all they're together... They're protesting. You're going to get a there. coronavirus spike. Yeah, they're, they're not out there protesting. Actually, they're out there 
for Trump's rally. Supporting. Oh, yeah, rally. And I call it protesting, but rally, yes. They're not yeah, protesting. I was going to drop off. They're not protesting. I was going to drop off my... I was going to drop off my vote today, but I saw Eric Holder on CNN last night, and he said vote in person because he knows Republicans are cheating, and he said a lot of the mail-in ballots are going to be discounted by the Supreme Court, so he wants people to pull up in person. I don't know what's going to mm-hmm. happen on Tuesday, but I do know that it's not going to be normal, okay? Whatever you, whatever y'all think normal is, because mm-hmm. none of this whole process has been normal, trust me, Tuesday is not going to be normal. It's not going to be as simple as, yeah, everybody went out and voted uh, against Donald Trump, and now he's gone. No, that's not how uh, this Another works. issue right now is uh, Hurricane Zeta, which has hit the Gulf Coast and inland. At least six people have died. More than 2.1 million customers are without power, and they're saying that hurricane has affected a lot also with the power and boating. So imagine you're in Louisiana and you want to go vote in some of those locations because of power outages. You can't vote there. So right now they're trying to figure <sighs> out where people can, yeah, can actually go. So that's yet another issue. So on top of voter suppression, uh, voter depression, which is just people not being enthused about, you know, the candidates so they, they don't show up, now you got to deal with Mother Nature. Wow. Mm-hmm. I can't, Tuesday's not going to be normal, guys mm-hmm. and gals. All right. Well, that is your front page news. All right. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, you can hit us up right now. Phone lines are wide open again. 800-585-1051. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Let's go. This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're man or black. Say it with your chest. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. So if you got something on your mind, let it out. Hello, who's this? Good morning. My name is Rochelle from Florida. I wanted to just say good morning to you, DJ Envy, Charlemagne, the God, Angela Yee. Thank you so much for taking my call. I wanted to call and let you all know that I was so impressed by always hearing you all um, push home ownership that I became a homeowner just a few months ago during this whole corona situation. I was afraid to step out on faith because I am a single woman. I'm newly empty nester. And I, like you mentioned, uh, like a lot of black people, there are so many hoops that we have to jump through to try and just become eligible to be a homeowner. Um, and I was, you know, I was no different. Um, I had to borrow a lot of money from family, from friends, whoever would help because my credit was there. But at the end of the deal, I realized I had to have so much down. So it is so, but it still was so um, fulfilling to be able to accomplish Isn't such it? a task. And it's primarily because of you guys, and I thank you, and I ask that you continue to press our black people to become homeowners. Yeah, thank you so much. Well, congratulations. Congrats, Mom. I'm glad. Yeah, congratulations. Yeah, yeah. Doesn't it feel so good to walk in your own home and call it home? Family, right now, but but it's still it's no feeling like it's there's no other feeling like knowing that you got a piece of your pie. You know, so I'm I'm very very thankful. I love. Make sure you pay them people back. I, I'm gonna. I'm. I'm. It, I've already paid a thousand of it back, but of course, I'm working a lot of hours trying to get them paid okay. off because I do appreciate them stepping in for me. Um, well, congrats, actually, Mama. It takes a village if sometimes. I could, can I? Can I? Can I throw out my cash app in case anybody is listening and wants to help? Sure. Hey, why not? Sure. Ask the plate. <laughs> Dollar sign the Q like uh, Queen O C. Double, and it's double zero one. So let me say that again. The QOC 001. All right. 
Okay, well, congrats thank again, you all Mama. So much. Congratulations. I love to hear stories like that. Get it off your chest. 800 585 1051. If you need to vent, hit us up now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Wake up, wake up. Your ass. This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're mad or blessed, we want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? My name is uh, Aaron from Detroit. Aaron, what up? Get it off your chest, brother. Good, good, good morning to you guys, first and foremost. Good morning. I always, always wanted to be on The Breakfast Club, but not like this. Um, right now, my, my wife has been missing for 72 hours now. She's no. Bipolar. She's bipolar slash schizophrenia. She was having a major episode. I, she Her birthday was just this past Monday. And I was with her, and the next Tuesday, she was fine. But that afternoon, she called me, and she was um, talking about suicidal thoughts and everything like that. I was trying to talk to her to get her to come back to me. She ended up, make a long story short, she ended up flying all the way up to the UP, up to Mackinac, bridge she flew over the bridge um got on west of us2 went about 12 miles crashed the car and she's nowhere to be found um the car the car is there all her items are there um we didn't find her passports her everything everything's in the car but she's nowhere to be found there's a lake right there because she can't come on she was going basically drown herself in, a, in some water but i had Everybody out there, cops out there yesterday, um, helicopters, dogs. I was out there. We looking all over the place. I don't see footprints. We don't see a body. We don't see nothing. We Last mm. thing we know, there was a semi-truck that was right by the location at the time of the scene that was headed west on, on uh, US-2. And um, he, he could be with her. We don't know. So uh, I just want mm. to get the word out as much as we can as possible if anybody can see her. Uh, her name is Chanel Denard. It's all I've been I've been texting. I don't know if y'all seen it on Instagram. I, I sent y'all photos and everything. I'm looking oh, right now to see if I could find it. Okay, oh. I don't see it on here, but um, send it to us right now. Um, okay, I'm sending it to you now. Um, um, her Instagram page is, uh, should should be Shan, uh, Shan Lee or Chanel Lee. Um, if you if you pull up on YouTube, uh, I mean on Yahoo and type in her name, Chanel, C-H-A-N-N-E-L-L-E, last name, Denard, D-E-N-N-A-R-D. It'll pop up, missing person. Um, and y'all should be able to I see feel, everything. At least I feel so sorry for you, King. I feel sorry for you, King. I feel sorry for her as well, you know what I mean? Dealing with mental health yeah. issues. And I've heard stories like that where, where, you know, people with bipolar just go missing, so... I uh, really, I really, I really feel sorry for you, and my prayers go up for you, brother. I don't, I don't, I, and yeah. I don't know what else to tell you. I'm not even gonna sit here and act like Praying I can understand that we find your pain. Her. Mm-hmm. And that she gets home safe. Yeah, All me right, too. Me too. Thank you. Thank you. Hello, who's this? Hey, it's Lex from Miami. How are you? Good morning. Good morning. So I want to get off my chest. I woke up really triggered this morning, and just I think it's the whole the campaign election season. We've got Trump here. We've got Biden here. And I just feel like at this point, there's really no light at the end of the tunnel for black people when it comes to the candidates mm. that we have. And it's mm. choosing Biden is a must, but there really is no light at the end of the tunnel. And I feel like at this point, what we have to do is get mentally and emotionally sound and be on code amongst all of us so that we can prepare for what's coming ahead, no matter if it's with Biden, no matter if it's with Trump. And just to be prepared for Tuesday, um, like Biden said, it's a dark winter approaching. 
And at this point, I just need all of my beautiful black souls, kings and queens to just really invest in themselves mentally and emotionally so we can be prepared for the year and what's coming ahead. No, I agree with you because, man, our oppressor will never be our savior. Ever. Never. So I don't know. <laughs> I was raised as Jehovah's Witness, and I know that. Me too. You know, at, you know, the last days, the end of the system. So I, I definitely feel like there's nothing for us in this earthly government, and everything that's to come to us is in the heavenly government, and all that we can do now is protect each other and just stay focused on what's ahead. I agree. It'll never happen, mm-hmm. though, because black people aren't monolithic, so we'll never be on one page. But also, uh, I, I'm, I grew up Jehovah Witness, too. They've been telling us it's been in the last days for a long time. They have. <laughs> but I feel like we're feeling it. We're, we're seeing it. Um, and I, I definitely, I mean, the, you know about the fallen powers. You know, where the U.S. That's going to happen. Powers. So it's, That's it's very true. It's yes, happening. America. Yes, I gotta, agree with that. We just got to be prepared. Yep. All right. Mental health is key, black people. Love you all. Love you, best queen. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, you can hit us up. Nayib, we got rumors on the way? Yes, let's talk about Lil Wayne and his endorsement of Donald Trump. All right, we'll get into that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. This is The Rumor Report with Angela Yee. Rumor has it. Rumor. Well, Lil Wayne appears to be a Donald Trump supporter now. He posted a picture with himself and Donald Trump. Just had a great meeting with Donald Trump. Besides what he's done so far with criminal reform, the Platinum Plan is going to give the community real ownership. He listened to what we had to say today and assured he will and can get it done. So Donald Trump also retweeted that as well. I'm sure social media lost their mind. Of course. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I saw a lot of people weighing in on uh, what they thought about his support of Donald Trump. And a lot of people also brought up things that Lil Wayne has said in the past. Now, Roland Martin said, let me be clear as possible. Lil Wayne is stupid AF for posting this. His analysis of Trump's platinum plan is stuck on stupid. I would hope these other rappers like Killer Mike, Snoop, and T.I. would cuss this fool out for being a dumbass. If I had his number, I would. If Wayne wants to get educated about Trump's platinum plan, don't go on ESPN or Fox Sports. Come on, Roland Martin Unfiltered. Pick a day, Wayne. You clearly haven't read a damn thing in that one-page plan. Sound like, right? Roland's, trying to book, sound like Roland's just trying to book a guest for his show. That's what that sounded no, like. I, I'm sure that he's very passionate and really cares about this as well. Because honestly, I know a lot about the Platinum Plan from listening to Roland Martin Unfiltered because he's going yeah, but don't, very don't, in depth on it. Yeah, but don't invite him on your show. Use your platform to just use that moment to be a teachable moment. Like tell people why the Platinum Plan is not good for black folks. Don't invite Wayne on your show and say, come on my show and let's talk about it. Like, no, school the people. All right. Well, they brought up this old video of uh, audio of Little Wayne. He was doing an interview, and he had this to say about Black Lives Matter. Your thought on on Black Lives Matter? What is it? What What do you mean? The idea is that there's this movement called Black Lives Matter, thinking that the rest of America didn't seem to understand that that Black Lives Matter. It just sounds weird. I am a young black rich. M- if that don't let you know that America understand Black Matter these days. I don't know what it is. That man white, he filming me. I don't know what you mean, man. Don't come at me with that dumb man. My life matters, especially to my Do you feel, though, connected to... I don't feel connected to a damn thing. I ain't got nothing to do with me. I understand why everybody... 
He did afterward apologize, though. I just want to say for those comments, this was like four years ago that he said that. He said he was agitated by the line of questioning because they asked him about his daughter. And then previously, he also said this on his Young Money Radio. At the age of 12 years old, I shot myself. Police knocked on the door. I was right there. They knocked the door down. Everybody jumped over my body to go get the guns and drugs and whatever they could find. It took one guy to stop right there and, and cuss everybody that hopped over me out. Like, what the f*** are y'all doing? We called the ambulance. A f***ing ambulance. Do you not see this kid on the floor with this hole in his chest? He said, you, you drive. Pick me up. He brought me to the hospital room and made two and stood there and waited till the doctor said he's going he's gonna to make it. He was white as snow. The m*** that hopped over me was blacker than me. I don't know what racism is. Yeah, I understand why everybody's playing those old clips because, uh, you know, they're trying to show that, you know, Wayne has never cared about social justice issues or black issues. But I have to say, when y'all do that, it does feel like when uh, police shoot an unarmed man and people start digging up old dirt on, on the unarmed person to say, see, like, I think this picture with Trump is enough to discuss. Right. I mean, the one, Young Money Radio one was just from a, a earlier this year, I think in June. So, so it's not really that. Oh, but I think the point is that Little Wayne has said himself, it's, you know, his interest and I know people around him said he doesn't really watch the news or pay attention to what's going on he uh, probably isn't that educated on what's happening right now with these upcoming elections he's been clear about that in the past I don't know why people have been so surprised his stance has been the same for a long time he's that's why I'm confused I've never said what does little Wayne think about (laughs) Donald Trump and Joe Biden and that's why this Wayne thing is so fascinating to me, because really, I don't care. Like, like people speak out on both people speak out of both sides of their mouth on issues like this, because on one side, people say nobody cares what rappers have to say about politics. But on the other hand, y'all will spend all day caring about what this man has to say about politics. When I tell you I don't care if Little Wayne wants to support Trump, I don't care. Like black people are not monolithic. And I'm 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 actually here for black people thinking freely about their politics, even if I don't agree with their politics. Yeah, but I'm also here for people to, um, I mean, look, Lil Wayne is somebody that people will say is their favorite rapper. They look up to him, and he's That's influential, fine. period. Yeah, but the thing is, you got to have a conversation with Lil Wayne to see why. You know what I mean? There's different reasons to why. He told you why, why I, in that caption. He gave, he gave you a whole caption as to why. Like, like, he told you why in that caption. He believes in the platinum plan. He thinks correct. the platinum plan is going to, you know, give black people ownership. But I'll be the first to tell you. Black people are not on the Trump administration's agenda. I don't care what the platinum plan says. None of, the, none of those federal judges Trump has given lifetime appointments to give a damn about black folks. I don't care if it's Biden or Trump. Stop looking for your career oppressor to suddenly be your savior. It's not happening. It, it, it's not happening. Period. All right. Now, Donald Trump and his administration spent $250 million on a coronavirus advertising campaign, and they were using celebrities for this campaign, but they actually had some guidelines according to documents that were obtained. They said a top Trump administration official official inserted partisan political interests into a taxpayer-funded public health campaign ahead of the election. This is all according to the Washington Post. They wanted to defeat despair and inspire hope around the pandemic, and they wanted to have entertainers participate. But a lot of people didn't make the cut. And the reason why is if you criticize Donald Trump ever, if you've ever supported Barack Obama, or established yourself as a proponent of gay rights. For those reasons, then uh, some people got rejected. 
As a matter of fact, they rejected J-Lo because she made a political statement during her Super Bowl performance to address Trump's immigration policies. Justin Timberlake was rejected because he supported and endorsed Obama publicly and supported gay marriage. Billie Eilish was rejected. She's not a Trump supporter, but stated that he is destroying our country and everything we care about. Eminem was rejected. Uh, Taylor Swift, Christina Aguilera, Jack Black, all of those people for any one of those reasons above. And listen, when you hear stories like that, this is why I don't like people saying celebrities shouldn't speak about politics. Why not? Like, if the celebrity you like endorses the candidate you like, then you're retweeting that person and loving their support. But if they don't endorse the candidate you like, they shouldn't be talking about politics. I just think that's so weird. Like, if somebody like Wayne shouldn't talk about politics, then none of those people you just named should be able to talk about politics. Like, none of us well, are this political wasn't, operatives. That wasn't even a, yeah, this was about a coronavirus ad. But well, same yes. thing, coronavirus, politics, whatever it is. Like, none of us are experts at any of those things. So why does any of our voices matter when it comes to those issues? Well, I think certain celebrities have been, like Killer Mike, T.I., certain people have been at the forefront and been involved in politics. So you can do both. But some people have said themselves that they don't really know anything about it and they don't care about it. I, I, just, I think it's weird. So I think there is I, a difference I, in people that we look at I and don't. say, okay, this, this person is uh, somebody that's been keeping up on politics and paying attention to policies and watching the news and always been talking well, about we, it. But, and but how this do we person, know he for the first it. time ever, has made a political statement. This is the first political statement Snoop I've for ever the first time ever. Snoop for the first time ever registered to vote. Shaq for the first time ever registered to vote. Like, I don't, I don't know. Whatever. It's weird. All right. Well, that is your rumor report. All right. Now, we got front page news coming up. What are we talking about? Yes, let's talk about what's going on with this hurricane and how it's affecting voting. All right, we'll get into that next. And don't forget, the reason will be joining us next hour. So don't move. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. Now, on Thursday night football, the Falcons beat the Panthers 25-17. Now, what else are we talking about, Yee? Well, let's talk about elections. Let's talk about what's happening with Donald Trump and Biden. They both were in Florida yesterday. At the same time, we have daily records of coronavirus coronavirus cases, more than 88,000 new cases. Mm -hmm. Now, Biden had a socially distanced drive-in rally in Broward County. Donald Trump, of course, was in Tampa. He was upset, though, about the amount of people that were allowed to come uh, because of socially distanced rules and all of that. At the same time, as we're getting ready for these elections, there's a hurricane, Hurricane Zeta, that has hit the Gulf Coast and inland, and it's left over 2.1 million customers without power and at, le- at least six people dead. What does that also mean for voting? What they are saying is that there's some power outages that presented problems for polling places, and restoring power to those locations is a priority, but they also have a task force that's been formed to ensure that there's alternate polling places for those that remain out of service. So on top of, yeah, man, like I said last hour, on top of voter suppression, on top of voter depression, people just, you know, not being enthused about either candidate. Now you got to deal with Mother Nature. I'm telling you, whatever happens Tuesday is not going to be normal. And people do know we won't we won't find a winner Wednesday. I know a lot of people think on Wednesday, oh, we'll Tuesday. wake up. No, 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 no. Oh, it's yeah. going to take a long time. It's not going to be right, normal. And a lot bro. of A lot of counties that hosted Trump rallies had a significant increase in COVID-19 cases. They've done these studies and an investigation on CNN. They said 17 Trump campaign rallies finds that 14 of the host counties uh, 
had an increased rate of new COVID-19 cases one month after the rally. So out of those 17 rallies that he had, 14 of those counties that hosted them had a huge increase in the amount of coronavirus cases. Mm. That's why it's important to socially distance right now. And um, yeah, that is your front page news. All right. And and let me say again, thank you to everybody out there for all the congratulatory uh, comments and texts and DMs. Yesterday, we were inducted into the Radio Hall of Fame. And oh, I, yes. And I did get my award. Uh, my award is sitting there. Well, you didn't get your award, Charlamagne? I'm sure I did. I just haven't went upstairs. The, um, a oh, little, what kind of box was it in? Uh, mine came from iHeart. So I don't know if yours went directly to the house, but mine came from iHeart. So it's just a, a regular box. I haven't seen it up there yet. I'll go look. Yeah, well, thank you. Just send me a picture of what the award looked like so I know what I'm looking at. All right. All right. Now, when we come back, we have Reason. Now, he's a TDE artist. He gets busy. He has a new album out, and we're going to talk to him when we come back. So don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the God. We are the Breakfast Club, <laughs> and we got a special guest in the building. Yes, very, <laughs> very, very important to note that we haven't had any guests. The last guest we had it's February, March, March twenty second. It was Andrew Yang. Mm, Andrew That's the Yang. last guest we actually had in the building. So this is the first guest we've had since the whole pandemic and everything. Seven months. Seven yes, months. Ladies I'll, and gentlemen, we have reason. reason. I broke the curse. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's hope so. Now I wanted to make an exception for you because I, you know, I f- with your music heavy. You know I appreciate what I mean? that. Yeah. Um, I, I first noticed you on the freestyle with the L.A. Leakers when you noticed my skincare routine. <laughs> and I thought, <laughs> gracious. A lot of little looking piss because they ain't me. It's crazy look. Roll to the top. They couldn't keep the pace with me. Every day I'm Charlemagne. Envy face to face with me. Lighten up. What inspired that yeah. reason? <laughs> you know, envy, actually. You know what I mean? I was just like, it, it all went together. It was dope. I thought it was tight. It's funny because it's like the internet runs with so many things. There was actually people talking about like that I did Y'all after that, and I'm just like the internet nah. is crazy. Yeah, no, nah, no, nah. we've been dissed before. We didn't take that as a diss. They think yeah. you diss everybody. They think I diss. Honestly, yeah. I'm at a point where every time I say anything about anybody, it's a diss. So I just like it is what it is at this point. Let's talk about for people that don't know who you are. Let's yeah. let's let's talk about you signed to TDE. Yep. How'd you get into the rap game? How'd you get with TDE? Let's start from there. Really, just grinding a lot in LA. Like I was on the underground scene for a minute. Um, and I was just one of them dudes that took any opportunity I could. I actually met y'all like a long time ago for Jack and Jackin' for Beats. I was in I that contest. Okay, yeah, yeah. I was I in that contest. That. Yeah. yeah. So like doing stuff like that, um, I kind of started bubbling in LA, and I had a release party um, that ended up having like 300 people there. But one of my managers now, he came to the release party. He was a uncle of one of my friends, mm-hmm. and so um, apparently he was managing Q at the time. I didn't know. Um, and he sent Top like a video at a release party. It had a bunch of people there, but Top's not impressed by anything. And so then I had a um, a, a show like two weeks later, and um, he bought like 20 tickets um, to the show and just brought a bunch of from TDE, and I met Top's son, Musa, and then maybe like a couple months later I was signed. Now, were Envy and Yee nice to you at the Jack and Beach thing? They weren't paying attention, I'm going to be honest with you. I, I feel like I lost because of that. Like, Envy was, uh, uh, Angela Yee was taking selfies and... <laughs> They're like wrapping their heart out and they're trying so you, to win this I, I know you pay attention to stuff like that because you yeah. on stage. you like, oh, when you like not sign, you think every opportunity is an opportunity to get moment. signed. That's okay. truly how you mm-hmm. feel. Like, so you like, oh, I'm going to rap and then they're going to take me to the breakfast club and then I'm going to get signed by Interscope. Like, that's right. how you think mm-hmm. every single opportunity. And so, um, but yeah, it wasn't that big of a deal. You didn't deal, win? Though. 
I did not win that one. Damn I did it, not man. win. Who was the judge? Yeah. We were judging? Uh, y'all was judging. I and then, uh, what's the name? Uh, damn, what is his he name? He picked the other person. It was Kidding. It was, it was, yeah, kidding? It was kidding. Kidding. It he was came kidding. super, super mm-hmm. late. So he didn't even judge me. And then he judged yeah. the that came on after me. Did you the have signed somewhere else? I'm sure there were people uh, like Dreamville. I'm sure there were so many other labels that were actually courting Well, you. I tell people this. I actually thought I was going to sign to Dreamville because I kept running into Eve from Dreamville. So I kept, I gave my music like five times. <laughs> and so I kept running into him. I'm like, sooner or later, I'm going to sign with Dreamville. Did you know what I'm saying? Deal? Nah, he never listened to the music. And then, and then it was funny. <laughs> we was at uh, the TD, I mean, we Damn was at the, the Dreamville sessions, and um, I was telling him about it. And he was like, for real? I was like, yeah, bro, like, I met you at Bossanova. I met you here. I'm telling this <laughs> every time I met him. <laughs> and then he looked up his email, and he pulled up the song. He like, wow, like, yeah. these songs are in my email. Like, I'm like, yeah. Damn it, man. You know, Windows Cry is dope because all of your anxiety that you have being on TDE, you expressed in that song. How yeah. you top and punch and... <laughs> the label react to that record? Um, it's funny because uh, I use music as just like a way like to therapeutically get off my chest. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not good at, I think like a lot of black men, I'm not good at talking about shit. And for me, I've never even planned on playing it for the label. It was just something that I wrote and I played it for Cal Banks, the producer. And um, he was the one that convinced me to play it for Musa. And so when I played it for Musa, Musa was like, this hard to me. Like you should play it for my pops. I'm like, I'm not playing it for your pops. Like I played, <laughs> I played it for you. Like I'm not playing it for your pops. And then um, one day I was in the studio, I'm drunk with Rock. And when I'm drunk, I make bad decisions. And so I played it for Top. And so uh, when I played it for him, Top actually, like, he loved it. Um, he was the only reason why it even came out. Mm-hmm. Top told me to put it as the outro. The gossip was the outro. But that's why I f- with them is because they're okay with me being myself and being honest. Uh, Top tell me all the time, like, that's why I signed you is because you're a very honest and outspoken artist. Like, all of my artists have felt this way on Windows Cry, but they've never expressed it. And you went and made a whole song about it. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, but you said you didn't even know what's in your contract. Like, how much of that is rap and how much of that is... Nah, that was was a fact. Um, uh, My boy (laughs) LT, I didn't know because I was working a job and um, they gave me the contract. And what job uh, we working? Where we working at? I was working at this place called Tech Systems. Um, I was a, a IT recruiter. Like basically, I recruited people for IT. Sh- and so um, I was working at that job, and I used to we had to take people to lunches for our job or whatever. And so I would lie and say I'm going to a lunch and go meet with labels when mm-hmm. I was started bubbling and having label meetings. And so um, I went down there to get the contract, and uh, my lawyer came with me, LT, and uh, he had the contract and he was going over it, but. I didn't know what was in this sh- but when I left, I was like, I'm not turning down a deal from TDE. Like, right. I'm going to sign it, but I really don't know what's you in this contract. You signed the first deal they offered you? I, I signed the first deal that TDE offered me, but I did talk to Top before signing it, though, because I, I had to take my, your time, right? Yeah, he did. He allowed me to take my time. He was like, go home, you know, read it over with your family. Take your time. I got you for $13. Yeah. <laughs> don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> Space Jam, more on Mountain. Like, you good. You, you gotta... So, wait, your lawyer didn't, like, redline anything? Well, we, I did redline and um, I, I called him on the phone and had a conversation with him. Uh, but what I like about Top so much is that Top is just a real as far as, like, he was just like, look, the contract is a standard contract. Like, I want you to be here. You know what I mean? So anything that you feel some type of way about, mm-hmm. we can figure that out. But, nah, that was real, though. Like, I, at the time, I didn't know what was in my contract. And it's funny because when I wrote the record, uh, then my lawyer, LT, called me. He was like, let's go over this contract. Hey, reason, I don't approve. I don't approve of that decision. <laughs> hey, I'm not going to... No, it was... It, honestly, it was, it was definitely, like, not a smart decision. But, I mean, I'm not going to lie. Like, I was a struggling artist. And after I, like, went over the contract with my lawyer, I still would have signed it. So I'm glad to say that it wasn't one of those situations where I signed it and regretted it. How many albums TDE got you for? I don't, don't want to get into that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do you own your publishing? Yes. 
You yeah. hesitated. Because it's a, yeah, that's, I'm trying to, like, I've been working on this PR thing and, like, not saying <laughs> wild <laughs> <laughs> I've been getting in yes. trouble some, Charlamagne. I know that, you know, people don't pay attention as much, but I've, I've been in trouble a little bit, gotcha, so I'm gotcha. trying to, yeah, I'm trying to work on it. Were you expecting massive success when you first signed the TDE, though? I'm not going to lie. I thought I was going to go crazy. I was like, oh, as soon as they announced me, I'm going to have 200,000 followers. Like, this going like, I thought I was just going to go completely crazy. And then you get that reality check. Like, mm -hmm. just because you signed a CD, that's just a, a, a stamp. Like, you still got to put the work in. You know what I mean? And so, um, and then you also think that certain is going to come with you. Like, oh, I'm signing a TD. I can get a feature from anybody. Like, no, that's not the case either. Like, have relationships. You know what I mean? And you well, have you to build get features those. in your camp. Oh, yeah, I can get features in my you camp. You didn't push yeah. up hard enough, though. I didn't push hard enough on the dot feature. I should have pushed harder on the dot. <laughs> I got ad -libs. Yeah, I should have. I just should have pushed harder. Like, I I, I was nervous, like, with dot and like that. He gave me ad libs. I'm like, I want a verse, but I don't really, really want to ask him. You get what I'm saying? But I should have just asked him because dot is cool. Like, it's not hard to get a feature in the camp. That's sure. kind of disrespectful, though. Right. I just ad libs on your Well, not. The <laughs> Why you? I to put feature Kendrick Lamar. I, I wanted to. Top was, was like, he's not on the record. I, I mean, when I heard, it, I thought, he I'm is, like, oh, he is. that's what I said. I know a Kendrick Adlib. I, that's like, what oh, I said, man. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like me and Top had that conversation. Like I, that was my argument. I'm like, this is on my. He's on my album. Like I don't understand. Like for me, that's a, um. I don't know. That just adds a different element to it. When you say, yo, I want you to do Adlib. Like even yeah. when Ye did that with Jeezy, I'm like, okay, that's dope because Jeezy. And that's really how I approached it. Adlib is not a verse. I did because the song was done and so I asked him to do the ad-libs and then I played it for my boy. Oh, is that a way to be like, yo, can you do some ad-libs? No, like, so, so, so I'm not going to lie. So I was listening to Redemption a lot and um, he did the on win and I thought that that was hard so I was like, yo, this record is crazy. I want, I want his ad-libs on it. So I asked him and then when he did the ad-libs and I played it for my boy, he was like, damn, I thought Dot was about to spit a verse. That would have been crazy and then I was like, I should have asked him. Did you send it to him with an open verse, though? You should have sent it with an open verse. I, 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 so what I did was I hit him back, and I was like, yeah, man, these ad-libs is crazy. I just feel like we should try to, like, add a, another element to it. And I was just kind of waiting. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you were specific. You wanted him like, to hit you back like, like I think I might lay a 16. I, I might just lay a 16. I would be like, oh, that's crazy. I was thinking the same thing. I'm like, damn, look how that worked out. But, yeah, he was just like, yeah, that's tight. All right, we got more with Reason, new artists from TDE. When we come back, it's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We're still kicking it with Reason. You talk about influences, right? And you're from mm -hmm. the West Coast, so people will automatically think your influences were your snoops and your pops exactly. and your dots. But, you know, <coughs> reading... I, I, you got I realize, any here? Reason done cough like three, four times. I heard that Carson COVID hit a little different. That's what, for me. I've been <laughs> tested for COVID like 19 times. I've been tested for COVID like 19 times. I'm so over these Pray COVID the room, Dad. <laughs> but it's, Just one time. But they say, your, your, you know, some of your influence were Charming, like Little Wayne and Fabulous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So talk about that, too, because I would never expect, you know, Wayne and Fab as, as somebody that influenced Yeah, like, I don't really have no um, West Coast influences, to be honest with you. Like, really? of course, I like West Coast music. Yeah, I don't like, and I feel like that's why I rap the way that I rap. Um, is because I was super influenced uh, by New York culture in general. It's tight to me, like when you do different metaphors and you know clever wordplay and shit like that. That's always been something I was into, and that's not nothing that the West Coast was doing. We was just kind of like vibing and it was more like Razcast. Yeah, Razcast for sure, for Razzcast. sure. It was either a vibe or it was just straight at you, like Pac. You know what I'm saying? It was mm -hmm. one of the two. Mm -hmm. And East Coast is, was just like it, they was just gliding over records, and I just liked that. Reason, you said you're already working on your next project. Yeah. And it's going to be even more personal than this one? It definitely is, which is crazy because people were hitting me like, damn, you were so personal. I'm right. like, damn, that's not even like half of the shit that I really, really wanted to talk about. You know what I mean? But um, to give you an idea, like Slow Down was on my Oof. album. 
that's the level of personal that the album is going to be. Slow down. You talk about the guilt of uh, making a, a woman get an abortion. I don't like the word make. No, but I get you. No, but but definitely, I, t- I talk about the fact that you know guys do that. You know, we push mm-hmm. we push women to do things that we want them to do. We kind of like kindly shove them that direction. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. What scared me was that I didn't feel guilty about it afterwards. Right. And, and then you talked about being a father one day and then thinking about what if you have a daughter? Exactly. And what, what if somebody, what if she meets a guy that puts her through the same thing and then mm-hmm. he don't care? You I know got what I'm three. saying? You said you got three? Three daughters. How was that? My d- my wife's vagina. No, I'm saying. Came I'm together, saying. birds and bees. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying, how is it having three oh, daughters? Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> this guy's an idiot. Oh, I mean, it's, tw- it's 12, 5, and 2. So, okay. you know, they still at that young age. Yeah. You know, the 12-year-old is, you know. That's she, what I say. She's close, though. Yeah. So, yeah. So, you know, you got to monitor things like social yeah. media and stuff. But, I mean, I feel you exactly what you're saying. Like, you don't want to see your daughters go through anything that you may have put a woman through. Yeah, things man. you see other women go through. And it's like, it's that old myth that it's karma. Like, it's like it's karma for everything that you've gone through. Like, I pray, I pray almost all the time that I don't have daughters. Like, I'm not going to lie. What have you done? I want sons. I've been a, I'm not going to lie to you. Like, I went through a wild phase where it's like I was really just doing, like, stupid, reckless shit. You know you what I mean? Your it was whole just, phase. Yeah, but everybody it, goes through it. That's what I'm saying. Like, and it's like it's something that like guys can't really talk about because I feel like <laughs> women don't understand that. You know what I'm saying? But I went through that phase, and so it's like I definitely be feeling like, damn, I'm gonna have karma because I think of women that. go through that phase too. They just don't say it, don't talk about it, don't speak about it. They better than hiding. I, I think women, women, women whole phase be like, oh my god, I slept with two guys in the same week. Like, I know you had a long term relationship. Mm-hmm. Like, did you go through your whole phase right after that? It was like. In the middle towards the end, like, and then after. So it was like, it was, it overlapped, and that was why Ooh. we broke up. Because of the fact, I was like, if I'm going to be wilding like this, and I love this girl so much, it don't make sense for me to still be here. Like, why at do this guys point. do that? Why do y'all wild out even though you love somebody so much? Because sex isn't connected to love, necessarily. I, and honestly, I'm going to say this, like, and I'm probably, hey, whatever, here it is. I feel like women should give men that are faithful credit for that. Like, women will act like it's the same thing as a woman being faithful. And it's like, it's not the same thing. Like, honestly, it's not. But I just okay. feel like you get a little bit of credit for that. Like, I, I do. But I look, like, you know, so... Let me ask you this, though. I feel like love and sex aren't I'm sorry, you go ahead. When you're cheating, though, you don't think about your girl? Like, you don't... It doesn't even... What? Like you never felt, you never feel guilty like while you're doing it. Like, no, I I I have felt guilty, but it's like it's also like you thinking about like okay, this is the only life that I that I have to live. Like, am I really gonna like like especially when you're in a relationship young? You like okay, I'm 22 and I'm in this relationship like. But I'm 22. Like, I want to experience things, but I also don't want to lose this girl because I love her to death. You know what I mean? And so the two really aren't connected. I'm just trying to live. But at the same time, if I tell you that I want to live, then you're going to leave. So now here comes my selfish side, and I'm going to choose to kind of do me, but still try to keep the relationship and try to keep it respectful. And that's why I said, like, once I started feeling like I was getting disrespectful with it was when I left because I was like, I never want to be disrespectful with that, even mm-hmm. though I know women going to be like, cheating is disrespectful anyway. But, yeah, I never want to be... Did she ever cheat on you? Uh, not to my knowledge, but I'm the type of... Like, I don't ask questions I want right. I don't want to know the answers yeah, to. Mary yeah, really? Oh, yeah. So you never asked, yo, how big was it? <laughs> now, that's <laughs> a Charlamagne question. <laughs> Yeah. He might have asked for no reason. <laughs> I, I ask him. Really? I don't go through phones or nothing well, because Charlamagne, I don't want to know. Like, Charlamagne's wife cheated on him. When, King, when King, 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 King. Do you want to have these conversations, King? Nah. Talking about me being personal. But what you said is true, right? Because <laughs> <laughs> it got crazy. I don't know. What you said is true because, like, I haven't cheated since October 2016. 
That's fire. And I, that shit feel like being sober. Like, like literally, Bruh, like I like, write that down, like, in my mindfulness And I goals. feel like, and the reason why I say this is because I feel like if women gave men credit for that, then men would appreciate it and it would encourage them to not do it more. It's almost like it's just like, like, okay, and you was being faithful, you supposed to do that. It's like, it is a difference, like, and it's just not the same thing. I feel like it just doesn't come up. If your man isn't cheating on you, then you're not talking about it because everything's fine, like, with that. True, but I'm just saying, like, if you have a dude and he's faithful, like, I think that, like, you don't necessarily have to say thank you for being Wait, faithful. Baby, did you cheat yeah, exactly. You don't got to say on. thank you for being faithful. I'm just saying that. <laughs> Go <laughs> start. It should, be, it should be looked at and given credit to. You get what I'm saying? Like, in my opinion, because it's, like, it's something that, like, is not an easy thing to it's do It's hard for, for women to not cheat, too, though. Y'all got to give uh, us credit, too. What? That's what I'm saying. It's all like, kind of... Like it's not just Birkin bags flying around and <laughs> some some women. I know these Birkin bags. No more some buying women. bags for bitches that can't afford one. That can't one. afford one. Twenty twenty, man. That's what I'm saying. Like <laughs> no, but I'll tell you why I give myself credit. I give myself credit because I feel like. like when I was cheating, I was feeding my ego. Yeah. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, that's literally that's all really it what is. it is. That's all yeah. it is. That's really it's all the ego play. So, being that I haven't done that in four years, I realized that I'm not leading with ego anymore. Yeah. I don't have that yeah. wounded ego anymore. Exactly. You know what I mean? I exactly. feel more whole and healed. And no, that's real. People that's the, I, I think the industry does it, right? Mm -hmm. Because when you're a kid and you look at all these videos, all your rappers, this is what you see. Exactly. So, when you get into that world, it's like, I'm here. Mm -hmm. It's, it's definitely a culture thing. And then you realize, damn, I'm about to ruin the best thing I have over some shit that... Over some shit that don't mean, nothing. Don't mean and, nothing. And it's definitely a culture thing. Like, I lived for two years in Iowa because um, I was playing basketball out there. And they don't have the same culture as us. And out there, like, everybody gets married at, mm -hmm. like, 20 and nobody cheats. And, like, Family, that's... Yeah, exactly. Like, that's a thing. So it's definitely a culture thing that's been driven by... You know everything, sports, hip hop, music, uh, music. West Coast music was the worst. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Old and tricks. Yeah, I love that record. That misogyny over the beat is incredible. Yeah, no, that's <laughs> a fact. That's a fact. Like, yeah, and it's also funny to see in hip hop how it's like it's transitioned to like now, like women are having like the same content that men have. People are so and mad. And then men about be it. mad. I'm right. like, we've been saying bitches ain't for years, yeah, like, man. and y'all mad that they saying, you know what I mean, trick out of 30,000 or whatever the case may be, like, yo, yeah, like, we've been saying the same for years. Yeah. Alright, we got more with Reason, new artists from TDE. When we come back, it's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We're still kicking it with Reason. Yee. When you beef with one member of TDE, is it you beefing with everybody? I would like to think so, but nobody's done it. So I would, I would want to say yes. You get what I'm saying? But I, so I would like to think so, but nobody's really beef with none of us to that level. You get what I'm saying? Like people have thrown little shots at you know the label and shit, but it ain't never been nothing that nobody jumped out the window. How old were you during the East Coast West Coast beef? I was young. Probably like 10. I would think that would have been the pinnacle of all rap beef ever. Like right. people yeah. would have said after that, yeah. you know what? <laughs> after that, it's like, yeah, it, it'll never, I don't think it'll never ever be like that again. You know what I'm saying? Because that was like yeah, real problems. It could have yeah. got close, though. I think that Drake and me could have got close. It, it, it could have, for sure. Close. And I think that that's why they squashed it, which was dope. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think that it was dope because it was like, all right, let's not go any farther than this. Like, we both put out our records, you know what I'm saying? And let's just move on from it. Pac was one of those hypocrites you talk about because he's the same guy who may keep your head up, but then walking hypocrite. Up. First line, that's why I f your bitch. That's what I'm saying. Like, I don't f nothing wrong with that. I feel like everybody <laughs> is a walking hypocrite. Like, we all, like, we're human. We have moments and days where, you know, this day, we, I feel this way and this day, I feel that way. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And that's one of the reasons why I feel like people like Pac was because of how honest he was. Like, he, he will literally tell you, like you said, keep your head up, and in the next moment, you know, middle finger to the camera, yeah, type of crazy shit. I feel like nowadays, though, like saying that I f***ed your bitch and stuff like that, people kind of look down on it because they get mad when people talk about that, and they be like, you know, that's some chatty patty shit. You 
yeah. talking about. And I also feel like it's just about your security. Like if you're not secure with the fact that your woman used to sleep with other rappers and don't date her. Like if I if I date if I dated a girl that like let's say let's use Fabulous. Like I don't know Fabulous. Let's say that Fab used to smash. Like probably did. That would. It's a few. It's a few you got to put on the list. Like okay, old, she probably slept old, with Fab. Say that's old Fab. Yeah, Short man, that's, drink yeah. knocked it off. That's, French that's, probably. You know what I mean? You don't have questions. This is all hypothetical. This is all hypothetical. Go ahead. Yeah, I would. It would not bother me if Fab used to smash my girl. Like it wouldn't bother me. You like because he's, he's one of my favorite. Rappers. It really wouldn't. Like it, it really, it really wouldn't. Now it wouldn't start bothering me. Now I would purposely never befriend Fab. Like we can never be homies. Like right. you know what I'm saying. But like it wouldn't change the way I feel about his music. It wouldn't change like it's, it's life. You know would what I mean. Ride to his music in the car with your girl. Nah, <laughs> we can't play no fat. Trade it all, we all drive the train. Trade it all, we turn it off. Yeah. What if one day you put it on her and she goes, da -da 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 -da. damn, <laughs> you put it. <laughs> oh man. So if Logic wanted to reply to you, right, and mm -hmm. throw some shots, who in his fan, he who in your family? He did reply to me. Should, yeah, I heard he said he didn't he know didn't who you reply. were. Yeah, that's a lie. So what happened yeah. with Logic for people that don't know? On the Soul, uh, the soul, <laughs> soul part, part two, two, he said, uh, he basically just said Logic was a culture vulture. Yeah. So didn't pronounce my name wrong. Tell me that I ain't did much. See, y'all mistake my name for Logic. Y'all got me fucked up. How you compare to in that take from the culture versus that in that's forth? The shit's getting born. My limits are soaring. The industry's snoring. Leave my city not again. I'm here to restore it. I'm here to explore it. I'm nipped to the core. Um, Can you elaborate on yeah, when I when I said it, um, and I learned a lesson from that too, just as far as like explaining myself when I say stuff. I didn't mean a culture vulture as far as hip hop. Mm -hmm. What I meant is that I felt like Logic, his whole career has always stood on the fact that he's a black man. Every interview, that's what he stands on. You know, I look this way, but I'm a black man, black man, black man. But I personally felt like you know, that he didn't stand hard enough for me as far as, like, the Black Lives Matter movement and stuff like that. So for me, I'm like, if you're going to live this life from this culture, like, you got to stand when it's time to stand. You get what I'm saying? Like, that's how I feel. Like, I hold every every single white rapper accountable that's living off of our culture. Like, y'all should be standing the strongest when things like this happen. So that's what I was talking about. And I know he's not white, but that's what I was speaking on. Um, but then, I'm not going to lie, like, I had an interesting conversation with Punch, like, la days later, and uh, we was just having an honest talk, and Punch was like, you know, is it... He, he wasn't saying yes or no, he was just asking a question, like, is it our job to have to speak up on social issues? You get what I'm saying? Like, and that was a question he raised, and I was like, maybe it's not. Like, maybe it's not. Maybe I'm tripping, thinking that it's our mm -hmm. job. When he said, when Logic said he didn't know who you were, how did that make you feel? It didn't bother me. It let me know that it did kind of get under his skin a little bit, which wasn't the point of it. You mm -hmm. get what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, um, but... It's like Logic, like, is a huge TDE and Kendrick fan. Like, you know who I am, bro. Like, so it doesn't bother me that he said it, um, but it's the way I would have handled it if I was in Logic's situation. Right, so that's I can't, a, that way you're not really saying nothing you're not, bad. You throw you're not a really shot, but you're answer, not really, yeah. you, you're not giving them clout. You get what I'm saying? And you throw a quick little shot, and then you get off of it. So I don't, I don't feel no type of way. And it's also a thing where it's like I don't mention people that I'm not fans of. Like, I was a fan of Logic. And mm -hmm. I feel like in today's culture, it's like everything is so sensitive that if you say anything about anybody... It's a diss. Like people said, I diss Mac Miller on my project. Look, you said you want to be an artist. But we going to turn you to an addict. Get rid of the niggas that you got on with. Then give you the tools to dig your own dish. Surround you with some whaps and some yes man that's gonna tell you that your rap's iller. A couple cars, some jewelry, make your stacks bigger. Then one day you could become the next Mac Miller. Here's your chance, look and sign here. It's like, I'm not dissing Mac Miller. Like people are just too sensitive nowadays. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, you guys just stating the truth about. That's his situation. It's like I'm 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 saying what I wish somebody would have said when he was alive. Yeah, yeah, like you know yeah. what I mean. You got people around you, and this industry don't give a f about artists. Like they they when when artists go through anxiety, depression, 
popping pills, all this yeah. other stuff. They'll watch an artist literally crumble and just love the music. Instead of being like, how about y'all band together? Be like, no, nah, we're not buying none of your music till you clean up. Like, actually care about an artist. So that's why I was speaking on it. And the fans that got mad about it, I'm like, y'all are the problem because y'all care about Mac Miller, the artist. Y'all don't care about Mac Miller, the person. I don't know if you said, did you ever sp run into Logic or speak to Logic? Anybody put y'all on the phone? Because you said you were a fan. Nah, um, I never I never did. And, and I would honestly, I would love to talk to Logic. I would love to talk to Logic and just tell him, like, Honestly, like, my bad. Like, if if I'm holding you to something that you don't necessarily want to talk about, because when I talk to Punch, I'm like, Punch is right. Like, you know what I mean? You can't force everybody to talk about the issues that you want to talk about. Right. So maybe I was out of line. You get what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, and I would love to talk to him about it if he was open to it. Look, on instinct, because I want to talk about this because that was a big topic this week. You, you did say no more buying bags from bitches <laughs> yeah, that can't afford, can't afford one. one. So safe to say you didn't agree with Saweetie's assessment that you have to buy bags and pay bills. <laughs> no, to the stupid, bro. What's the, the most thing? expensive if you ever bought somebody? Exactly. I don't think I bought like a super like it was probably like fifteen hundred dollars like it wasn't nothing what super was super crazy. Uh, it was a bag. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it was a bag. Michael yeah. Kors? <laughs> nah. It, uh, what bag was? Louis? I think it was Gucci. Louis, I think it was a Gucci okay. bag. Okay. Yeah, it was like fifteen hundred dollars. Why um, you said Michael Kors? I don't know. I just didn't think. I was laughing because I was buy you a lot of that Gucci or yes, something. It will, yeah. Yeah. I don't think if Michael Kors. Had, uh, never mind. I don't want to shit on Michael Kors. I was say I don't know if they have a bag that's fifteen hundred dollars. Let me tell you something. You said you want to move to New York, right? Oh, here you go. Here you go. Let's see. Let's see. Let's let you know right now. The Latino women in New York love Michael Kors. Do they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, I only date black know? women, though. I'm with you. How you know, yeah. Solomon? Huh? How you know? Uh, back in my days, you know. <laughs> before 2016. Way before, yes, way before 2016. <laughs> he, bought, he bought a bag and the whole family Yo, King, was a... King, 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 King. <laughs> you right, you might, my bad. King. <laughs> my bag. Why King act like he don't got a record? Jesus. <laughs> 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 let's get into a record off down. What you want to yes, hear, man, bro? what we want to listen to? Uh, man, um... It's let's... so much. I like Sauce with Vince Staples. Yeah, I like I Can Make It with Rhapsody. Yeah, let's listen to I Can Make It. Yeah, because right. I love rap. Shout out to Rhapsody. All right, man, we'll introduce yeah. the record, bro. This is uh, off my new project, New Beginners. This is I Can Make It featuring the homie Rhapsody. Dinner breeze. I can make you see that good hair look just like them BDBs. We can make it. We can make it. ATVs on four wheel. I might get off course, but at least I ain't on the Porsche still. I can make it. I can make it. No matter the ordeal, in the ordeal, I'm a goat. I can make you wrong still. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Let's get to the rumors. Let's talk to ya. It's about time. What's going on? Yeah. Rumor Report. Rumor Report. This is the Rumor Report. Talk to With Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club. All right, well, this all started with a restaurant in Atlanta. It's called Umi. It's a sushi restaurant, and there was a couple... Uh, Kaylin Colbert, she's an attorney. She said she and her husband made a reservation for a birthday dinner, but when they arrived, they could not get seated because her husband was wearing sneakers, Air Force Ones to be exact. And here's what happened because they started filming. Sir, there's no Adidas, there's no Nike. I just don't have sneakers. Somebody inside has on Adidas? Is that okay? No, no, no. Does she have on a sneaker? No, no. Does she have on a sneaker? Do that. This way to the bar. You own it. Come on. Come. How can I be a homogenous? There's no Air Force Ones. Done. Oh, wow. See? You're at the end of the day. All right. It's clearly racism, right? Absolutely. Right. He said he's been there before with sneakers on. There's another woman in there. She has on Adidas. And... They would not let him come in and get seated. And then the owner actually came. Uh, Farshid, Arshid is, Farshid Arshid is his name. He's Iranian. And he got involved, too. And they actually got into a heated debate. And at one point, they had to be physically separated by the staff. He said he's going to jail tonight. 
I'm not letting Air Force Ones in my establishment. Well, this caused T.I. to go on social media to let people know that they were not going to be going to Umi Sushi anymore. He said, I see we are going to have to shut Umi Sushi down the way that we did Houston's. I've been made aware of some injustices that requires our immediate attention. We come in, you violate, we demonstrate. Well, now here is the owner with T.I. I reached out to the Colberts several mm-hmm. times since Friday, mm-hmm. and I said through my connections and through how I've been in the community for so long, mm-hmm. I can resolve the matter with the community. I can come to you, and I can come to you, and I can ask for resolution, mm-hmm. and we can we can do a wrong right. right. I'm going to ask you guys for guidance, but we were 100% wrong at our operational and the way we handled the situation. No, nah, I don't. I don't like that. He didn't have that energy with that with the brother when he was there. If he owns that restaurant, the customer should always be right, especially if the customer is telling you, "Look, I understand you have a policy, but what's the difference between me wearing my white Air Force Ones and the white woman wearing her white Adidas? There is no difference." And instead of the owner just saying, "Okay, you're right. Well, you know what? Let's let's you know I'm gonna make an exception, but usually this is not what we do. She was wrong." You just totally disrespect that brother, and then all of a sudden, when you get that little heat, now you want to talk, now you want to have a conversation, now you want to say, "Oh, I'm a sneakerhead." Yeah. Nah, I don't work like that, bro. Yeah, that, that's well, that's clear cut, clear cut discrimination. Here's what Ti says the resolution should be. He said the reason why he don't have uh, more diversity on his staff is because he don't get enough black applicants. So anybody in a ma- who's looking for you know management positions and hosting host chefs, uh, you know what I'm saying? Hey, listen, everybody who's saying it's all cap, we got to give an opportunity. We got this is a part of the process. You don't just goddamn go from zero to a hundred. You got to get through the process. That's what maturity and you know becoming a, a, a clear thinking adult is about. Conflict resolution. So anybody that wants a job, <laughs> now you can go ahead and work at Umi Sushi. Uh, now, here's the other issue, though, is that uh, the couple said that they have not accepted the apology. Arjee said he called Colbert 30 minutes after the incident and wanted to apologize and invite them back to the restaurant. He said he stayed in contact with them since the incident and he's tried to find a way to remedy the situation. Well, here is their response. You spoke to the gentleman without even reaching out to us. You didn't go to the issue. He never apologized on your video. All he spoke of was his connections and what he could do better for himself or his business. It wasn't about what's going on with us. He told us about his past. He told how much he gave to Keisha Lance Bottoms, how much he knows all the celebrities in Atlanta, how they eat at all his restaurants. This isn't going to do anything. I have relationships with these people, and I'm just disappointed. I mean, they got a very valid point. I mean, you know, um, T.I. is definitely a leader in, in the Atlanta community, but... That don't mean that the couple who actually felt the disrespect has to accept that apology. Like, that Absolutely. owner should be giving an apology directly to those individuals that he disrespected. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, you, can't, he, you can't speak for me. Like, I was disrespected, and you called me after? Why did you call me after? Because you started getting heat? I was right there in your face, and I was, and he was being calm. He wasn't like he was being belligerent. He wasn't wilding out. He was like, yo, just explain it to me. And they're kicking him out. At, nah, F, F you and your yeah, restaurant. And, and those guys well, they felt a way that they felt like T.I. should have reached out to them and not to the owner of the restaurant. And T.I. responded and said this. My only intention is just as it has been to speak on behalf of the people and represent the collective accordingly. I don't have no alliance or allegiance with the motherfucking Umi. I don't give a if that shut down. I went to the motherfuckers who I respect saying, hey, this you just posted, he want to sit down with you, the owner. I said, all right, cool. This is a side that contacted me first. So then I asked EJ, I said, EJ, you got the, the old girl or whoever it is, the couple, you got their number? 
She say, no, nah, I don't got it, but we done DM'd them. They DM'd them, no answer. I got the couple's number from the mother owner. Listen, I can see both sides. I think it's just a clear, you know, misunderstanding. See, T.I. is mm-hmm. about that action. You know what I'm saying? T.I. heard what happened, so he went right to the source. He went to the restaurant. But I do think that that couple should have been there with Tip because that to owner that definitely, uh, definitely owed that couple an apology. Right, and if you hear what um, T.I. said, he said he did try to reach out to them and they DM'd them and didn't get a response. So not see? sure exactly... Yeah, if he re- if he yeah. reached out to them and he DM'd them, he tried to reach out to them. I mean, where where could he go wrong? I, I mean, if I don't know you, how can I get in touch with you? I'm trying to get in touch with you, but I'm just trying to clear this up and make sure this never happens again to our people. And Ti fights for did. our people, so it's not like he's doing Absolutely. this for cloud or anything like that. He fights for us. And, it, and if you know Ti, he don't have to talk to the couple after he reached out to the couple and they ain't reached back. He knew where to go. He's I'm going to Umi. Umi discriminated against some folks of mine. I, I, I got I got to stand on them. Simple as that. All right. Well, I'm Angela Yee, and that's your rumor report. All right. Thank you, Miss Yee. Charlemagne. Yes. Who you throwing that donkey to for this Halloween? I, I, I just need to talk to all of our folks, us, our community that is so easily, easily distracted. We'll talk about it for after the hour. All right. We'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. What up, y'all? It's DJ Envy here. From my experience at an historically black college and university, I know that homecoming is a big deal. With the cancel this year, we decided to bring the celebration to you with HBCU Homecoming Party on the Yard. Presented by McDonald's, hosted by me. McDonald's Black and Positively Golden Movement is about empowering the next generation of black leaders through initiatives like our HBCU programs that are positively shaping communities. Watch our HBCU Homecoming Party on the Yard. Presented by McDonald's on Thursday, November 12th. You get donkey of the day, you dumb ass. You get donkey of the day, you dumb ass. You are a donkey. It's time for donkey of the day. Donkey of the day, huh? I'm going to fatten all that shit around your eyes. They want this man to throw them blows, man. They waiting for Charlemagne to tap these gloves. Let's go. They had to make a judgment of who was going to be on the donkey of the day. They chose you. Yeah. The Breakfast Club, bitches. Who's donkey of the day today? Donkey of the day for Friday, October 30th. Hmm. I was sitting back thinking about this, and you know, everybody is like, give Lil Wayne donkey of the day, give Lil Wayne donkey of the day. And my instinct immediately, my discernment told me, no, that's a waste of time at a time like this. And I guess that's why I have gathered you all around today during this donkey of the day, because if Tuesday, November 3rd, the last day to vote in this year's presidential election, if this is indeed the most important election of our lifetime. And Donald Trump is indeed the most dangerous president of our lifetime. If all that is true, then why, oh, why are we all so easily distracted? First, let me catch you up to speed. Uh, Little Wayne met with Donald J. Trump, and he tweeted a pic with Trump that says, just had a great meeting with Donald Trump. Besides what he's done so far with criminal reform, the platinum plan is going to give the community real ownership. He listened to what we had to say today and assured he will and can get it done, end quote. Now, for those who've read the Platinum Plan, who have actually read it and can actually tell you what's in it, um, you know, I I, I don't I I don't know. Some people say the Platinum Plan is just one page. I I don't care if it's one page. That one page might say in the first hundred days, I'm giving black people reparations. It doesn't say that, but it could on one page. Okay, if all all I'm saying is for those people who have actually read the Platinum Plan, people like the good brother Roland Martin. I understand you're disappointed seeing a black man like Little Wayne with so much influence standing next to a fascist. But instead of calling Wayne stupid as F and calling him a dumbass and encouraging other black men to cuss him out, just school everyone else who may be watching on why the Platinum Plan is whack. 
I would also school people to the fact that don't be distracted by that alleged $500 billion Trump plans to invest in black communities. Okay, trust me when I tell you, black people are not on the Trump administration's agenda, nor will we ever be. None of those federal judges he's given lifetime appointments to give a damn about black folks, period. All of our civil liberties are at risk, okay? Actually, so many of our civil liberties have already been rolled back under Trump and his, his administration. But let's discuss what I think is the larger issue. If Tuesday is indeed the day, the most important election of our lifetime, if it is indeed that, then act like it. How can y'all be so easily distracted at a time like this? When I tell you I don't care who Lil Wayne chooses to endorse, I truly don't care. People speak out of both sides of their mouth on issues like this. On one side, people say, nobody cares what rappers have to say about politics. But, on, but then on the other side, y'all, the general public, will spend all day caring about what this man, Lil Wayne, has to say about politics. That's all you did all day yesterday was tweet about Lil Wayne's opinion on politics. And this morning, morning radio shows like The Breakfast Club, TV talk shows, if they aren't already pre-taped, will discuss what they think about Lil Wayne's opinion on politics. Once again, when I tell you I don't care if Lil Wayne wants to support Trump, I don't care. For a few reasons. Number one, when I vote, I vote my interests. Some of my interests are self-serving, but they're my interests, okay? There are also things that benefit a large majority of people, like mental health. That's why I'm voting for Senator Kamala Harris, because I love her mental health plan. I want that in the White House. George Floyd Policing Act. I want to help flip the Senate so we can get that passed. Those are things that I care about. So I don't need anyone's endorsement to help me with my voting decision. Number two reason I don't care if Wayne or any other black person wants to support Trump is black people are not monolithic. I don't care how many of us you see with dreads and tattoos. We are not monolithic. And I'm here for black people thinking freely about their politics, even if I don't agree with their politics. Is Little Wayne being used as a pawn? Sure. But what's the saying? If you can't be used, you're useless. Just don't let people misuse you. Is the Trump administration misusing Little Wayne? Sure. That pic they posted yesterday did exactly what it was intended to do. Cause confusion. Got all of us distracted. Instead of talking about the most important election of our lifetime, we spent hours talking about Little Wayne and who he chose to endorse. I also want us to be very careful in regards to how we come at Little Wayne in regards to his endorsement of Donald Trump, because what you say about Wayne could apply to you or your favorite celebrity. I'm on record saying I don't care if it's a celebrity or a person who delivers packages for Amazon. If you are an American, you have the right to an informed opinion about who you want to vote for. Okay? Your vote is your right, period. And once again, I'm all for black people thinking freely about their politics, even if I don't agree with their politics. But we have to be careful because if we shouldn't listen to Wayne about politics and who to vote for, then who is qualified to be listened to? See, if Wayne would have endorsed Biden, you'd be retweeting and loving his support. But since he didn't endorse your candidate, he shouldn't be talking about politics. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Are y'all telling little Wayne to shut up and rap? Well, dig this. If Wayne shouldn't speak on politics, none of us in entertainment should. None of us are political operatives, strategists, campaign managers. Why should people listen to us when we tell them who to vote for? Why should people listen to Cardi B? Why should people listen to LeBron James with his more than a vote campaign? Why should people listen to Diddy with his vote or die? I'm just trying to see what are the qualifications here, okay? Is it celebrities are only allowed to endorse who you are voting for, but if they don't, they aren't qualified? I'm confused. But once again, I'm fine with black people thinking freely about their politics, even if I don't agree with their politics. Look, folks are allowed to be wrong. Voting is a constitutional right. So if you want to be on the wrong side of history, that's on you. I think Wayne's endorsement of Trump is loud and wrong, but he has the right to be that. All I'm telling y'all is 
Don't spend these last few days focusing on what you see as a problem. If you truly believe the solution is voting, because the most important election of our lifetime is Tuesday, stay focused. You're going to see some very strange things all weekend. It's going to be a lot of distractions. We have bigger issues to deal with. I know everybody is enthused by the early voter turnout, but I saw Eric Holder, former Attorney General Eric Holder on Don Lemon last night, and he said Republicans are cheating and we should all vote in person because he believes mail-in ballots will be be discounted, discounted by the Supreme Court. Then you hear people say early voting is cool, but that Republican walk-up on Tuesday is going to be crazy. You know, people actually going to the polls, Republicans are going to be massive. Then you have some people saying black voter turnout is down in key swing states like Michigan and Florida. Then you have some people who say Biden is going to win in a blowout. Then some folks say it's going to be tight and Trump can get blown out in the popular vote, but still win the Electoral College. I don't know what's going to happen Tuesday. I just know it's not going to be normal, okay? None of this has been normal, and it won't end normal. And I don't have time, and neither do you, to be distracted at a time like this. If this is indeed the most important election of our lifetime, act like it. Please give all our people who are so easily distracted at a time like this the biggest hee-haw. All right, the same, yeah, the same energy you had, you know, you know, for Wayne, use that energy to work in some polls or post on social media to tell folks where to drop their ballots off early or encourage people to, you know, um, actually go vote in person if they haven't done, you know, uh, 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 absentee ballot yet. You know, post real information about the candidates you are voting for to combat all the misinformation that we know we're going to see over the next few days. That's all I'm saying. All right. Well, thank you for that donkey today. Now, when we come back, we let's talk Reason. Reason was here earlier, and uh, he said this. I feel like women should give men that are faithful credit for that. Like, women will act like it's the same thing as a woman being faithful. It's just not the same thing. I feel like it just doesn't come up. If your man isn't cheating on you, then you're not talking about it because everything's fine, like, with that. True, but I'm just saying, like, if you have a dude and he's faithful, like, I think that, like, you don't necessarily have to say thank you for being Wait, faithful. Baby, did you cheat yeah, today? Exactly. You don't got to say on. thank you for being faithful. I'm just saying that. <laughs> Go <laughs> start. It should, be, it should be looked at and given credit to. <laughs> you sure you want to go down this road? No. It's <laughs> <laughs> what y'all wanted to do. <laughs> What's the question? Here. I got a happy What's the question? 800-585-1051. What, what, what is the question? Should you get credit? For being faithful? Hmm. Now, when you say credit, what do you mean credit? <laughs> Explain I'm just credit. going off what Reason said, young man. I'll talk about this when we come back. All right. Should you get credit He's for being He's saying it's a hard faithful? thing to do, and so women should give men credit for being faithful. And that's it, period. That's what he thinks. All right, let's Instead talk about it. Instead of saying it's something it. you're supposed to do, because he knows that if you're in a relationship, you're supposed to be faithful, right? But I guess All right. it's hard. All right, let's talk about it when we come back. 800-585-1051. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Pull out your phone. Call in right now. Call me. Add your opinion to the Breakfast Club top. Break it down. 800-585-1051. The Breakfast Club. Call 800-585-1051 to join into the discussion with the Breakfast Club. Talk about it. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Now, if you just join us, we're talking about Reason. Now, he checked in earlier, told us about his album. We spoke to him in, in detail, but he did say this, and we wanted to bring this up. Can we play a clip of what he said? I feel like women should give men that are faithful 
credit for that. Like, women will act like it's the same thing as a woman being faithful. It's just not the same thing. I feel like it just doesn't come up. If your man isn't cheating on you, then you're not talking about it because everything's fine, like, with that. True, but I'm just saying, like, if you have a dude and he's faithful, like, I think that, like, you don't necessarily have to say thank you for being Wait, faithful. Baby, did you cheat yeah, today? Exactly. You don't got to say thank you for being faithful. I'm just saying that. <laughs> Go <laughs> start. It should, be, it should be looked at and given credit to. It's Halloween. This is a spooky topic. Yes, it is. So, uh, what is the question? 800-585-1051. What is the question we asking? I guess the question is, should you get credit? Uh, for being faithful. For being faithful. Have I ever given somebody credit for being faithful? No. Mm-hmm. You shouldn't get credit for being faithful. That's like giving I credit do, but for watching I, your I'll kids. Tell you, I'll tell you what, though. You, I do give my boyfriend credit for being supportive of me. Like, I tell him, because I know sometimes in relationships, you can beef about things and you only address issues when you're mad. But when things are going well, sometimes you don't acknowledge it. You just roll with it. And yeah. I do try to be very intentional, even with the juice bar, like when the employees, the, the juice bar looks great right now. You know, I go in there. I think it's important for people to let people know when they are doing a great job and when things are well. Because I think sometimes we have a habit of only expressing ourselves when we're being critical. Yeah, we're talking, mm-hmm. though, in a relationship as far as cheating is concerned, right? And, and faithful. Mm-hmm. So I think that you don't give credit. That's what you're supposed to do. It's kind of like, you know, when, when you talk about fathers, it'd be like, yeah, I watched the kids. They're your kids, you know? Or I did this. Yeah, yeah that, that's what you're supposed to do. So I don't think it you It sounds give good. Credit. I kind of understand that, though, because imagine you've been in a really bad relationship. He was cheating on you all the time. And now you're with somebody who's faithful, makes you feel good, secure. You might be like, yo, I just want to thank you. Like, just because I've never experienced this before. Thank you for doing what you're supposed to? Yeah, sometimes it is. Like, giving somebody credit for being great, because a lot of people aren't. Yeah, you know, I don't I don't think you should get credit for what you're supposed to do. But as I told Reason, I give myself credit um, for doing what I'm supposed to do. And the reason I give myself credit is because being faithful to my lady has been part of my healing process. You know, I, I, I'm only speaking for me here. When I was running the streets, sleeping around with the other women, uh, it was leading, it was me leading with my ego. You know, it was me feeding my ego. Being with a bunch of different women gave me a false sense of purpose. It gave me a false sense of security. See, when you empty on the inside, you look for things to pour into you to fill you up. But what you quickly realize is you will never be truly full because you have a hole inside of you. So whatever you put inside of you doesn't stay inside of you. So you have to fix that hole. You have to repair that hole. You have to heal that hole. And once you do that, you realize you don't even need to feed your ego. You need to feed your soul. So I'm the type of person, I don't like lying to people. I can't be a hypocrite, even though I know we are all walking contradictions. I don't like to be. So I can't come home to my wife and kids knowing I'm living foul because doing that causes more anxiety because I'm watching my back in my own house trying to keep my dirt a secret. And I got anxiety because you start thinking, well, if I'm doing all this dirt, what is my wife doing behind my back? And then you get depressed because you know you're a liar. And you know you a cheat. And for me, I started really going to a, a a really dark place because I did not want to be like my daddy and break up my family because I couldn't keep my penis in my pants. So when I say I give myself credit, I give myself credit because that was a change I decided to make to be a better version of myself. And when I tell you four years later, because I have not cheated since October of 2016, when I tell you I feel whole and I feel healed and so many blessings have rained down on me because I chose to do the right thing, yes, I give myself credit for that, but I don't look yeah, for you, credit you, you can, but yeah, wife. she shouldn't give you no credit. That's what you're supposed to do. Uh, let's go to the phone mm-hmm. lines. Hello, who's this? Hello. Hey, what's up, bro? What's going on, man? Do you think you should get credit for being faithful? Of course, man, but the problem is, man, <laughs> don't get credit for nothing nowadays. 
<laughs> Anything we do is what we're supposed to do. We so do what should we get? We do the laundry. We, we be okay. a good husband. All that's all you're doing is being a good husband. You're doing your job. Maybe us as men need to form our own support groups, and we need to have like our own like sober coin for cheating. You know what I'm saying? And maybe we should just yeah, encourage each hey, other. Yeah, yep, yeah, we, we should. That's what yeah. I think we're missing here. This shouldn't be about our woman giving us credit for not cheating. We should, as men, give give ourselves credit for not cheating, because we know the struggle. Oh yeah. That, that sounds yeah. a little crazy too. We should give ourselves credit what? for doing something. That's like saying, "Yeah, I'm giving myself credit <laughs> for watching my kids." Damn it! Yes, I'm. Yeah, yo, I, I yo, did that. Look at that, your kids. But, That's what you want to yes, do. I I agree with you, but I still think men have to encourage men. You know what I mean? Because we've had such a false perception of what manhood has been for so long. You True. know what I mean? Think about how we used to pat each other on the back for sleeping with a bunch of chicks. Oh, you hit that, yo, my. You know what don't, I'm saying? Don't, like, don't oh, don't put me involved in the things you talk about. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, yo, now you got to give your brother dap. Like, yo, you home? That's what I'm talking about, King. You know what I'm saying? Like, for Nobody real, ever I gives you dap for, yo, you watched your kids today? Yo, high five. Like, come I ain't on, talking look. about the kids. The kids, I ain't got nothing to do with that. I'm talking about being with your woman, your wife. I ain't talking about the kids. 585-1051. Should we get credit or should men get credit for for being faithful? That is the question Ooh, calls now. He took himself out that we fast. Goddamn right. <laughs> it's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. I know it, man. I know it, man. Call me. Add your opinions to the Breakfast Club Top. Come on. 800-585-1051. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Now, if you just join us, we're asking, uh, should men get credit for uh, not cheating? Now, this came from Reason, who stopped through earlier, and this is what he said. I feel like women should give men that are faithful credit for that. Like, women will act like it's the same thing as a woman being faithful. It's just not the same thing. I feel like it just doesn't come up. If your man isn't cheating on you, then you're not talking about it because everything's fine, like, with that. True, but I'm just saying, like, if you have a dude and he's faithful, like, I think that, like, you don't necessarily have to say thank you for being right, faithful. Baby, did you cheat yeah, today? Exactly. You don't gotta come say on. thank you for being faithful. I'm just saying that. <laughs> Go star. It should, be, it should be looked at and given credit to. Like I said, I give myself credit because it's part of my healing process, and I'm, I'm not feeding my ego anymore. I'm feeding my soul. And I truly can say it's made me a better human. So right. I give myself credit. Yeah. But I don't look for my wife to give say, me credit. I never tell my boyfriend, thank you for not cheating. But I do try to show my appreciation for him just being good and like stepping up all the time. If I tell him I don't like something, he, he tries to fix it however he can. So I appreciate that. Cheating's never been an issue, though. All right. Well, let's go to the phone lines. Hello, who's this? Hi, my name is Malaya. Hey, hey Malaya. Malaya, Malaya you're a liar. Hey. Oh, boy. Oh, Eight been a liar, Malaya. 585 for everybody out there. <laughs> oh, boy. So we're asking, do you give your man credit for not cheating? First of all, let me start by saying this. Oh, boy. I feel like that's a lot of men's problem nowadays. Like, they feel like they should get credit for something that should automatically be done. That's like saying, like, Oh, I'm going to give you a cookie for taking the trash out. Like, no. <laughs> if you being in a relationship, that's a part of being in a relationship, like being faithful. And a lot of men these days think it's okay not to be faithful. So, of course, they think that they should be praised for being faithful. Like, mm-hmm. hey, Listen, I get it. Listen, I'm not, like I, like I said, I'm not looking for my woman to give me credit, you know, for being faithful. But I have to give myself credit only because, you know, I, I, I know what 
choice I made and why I made it, and I'm happy that I stuck to that choice. And what about the woman? It's the same thing for the woman. Yeah, did what we get mean? credit? I mean, if you was a cheater, you yeah. Know. If you was if you was out there being you a whore. We can holler that every day. Like, you know how many men be in my inbox, like, on a regular? Like, I don't get credit right. for yeah, being faithful. There's a lot of stuff you could do. It's a difference between being hollered at and actually being out there active. To be out there actively doing it and to say, you know what? I'm not going to do that anymore because this is going to end up ruining my family. Just to make that choice as as a man to say to be intentional about not cheating, yes, I give mm-hmm. myself. She credit wants some for that. credit, man. People trying to holler at her and she's not falling for it. Give her some credit. I but were you out there pop? Were you out? But were you out there popping your poom poom before? Was you out there sleeping with a bunch of men and then you stopped? For it doesn't your man? have to be that. Yes, it does. No, I'm mean, she could. That's how you feel, but she might feel like I've not liked that in my relationship and I haven't been. And give me some credit. I, can't pat you on, I don't think I reason. Can't pat you on, I can't pat you on the back for being sober. If, I can't pat you on the back for being sober if you was never out there getting drunk. Y'all don't be making no text. Some more callers. You guys argue with each other. Hello. Thank you. Thank you, Mama. Enjoy your Halloween. I'll give you credit, girl. Hello. Who's this? Peace, Malaya. Alexis. Hey. Hey, Alexis. We're asking 800-585-1051 for everybody out there. We're asking, do you give your man credit for not cheating? Yes, I do. I feel like... People, women who have men that don't cheat, I feel like we all give them credit, but we try not to do so much in our circles because we all got friends that's getting cheated on, and it's like rubbing it in. So we don't constantly rub it in, but it doesn't go unnoticed. Right. Mm. Do you tell him, like, I appreciate that you have never cheated on me? <laughs> I don't actually use those words. I just do stuff, like, you know, right. like the lingerie, the special little night for no reason. You get what I'm saying? Like, you show your appreciation. I don't think those words even sound right. Yeah, it's weird. But I agree with you. That's why you show your appreciation. And when you're not, you don't have cheating as an issue in your relationship, things can be so much smoother. Yeah, like you're not going through something to where it's even a conversation. You just have a day-to-day routine that flows. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, thank you, Mama. So what's the moral of the story that you guys are bringing up on this Halloween, this family uh, holiday? <laughs> I don't know if it's a moral, but I, I do say I'm not looking for credit for, um, you know, my significant other. I give myself credit because it's part of my healing process. And like I said, I was out there leading with ego, feeding my ego. When I stopped that and went on a real process of healing and mindfulness and being a better version of myself, and I said, I'm not cheating anymore because I don't want to be like my daddy and I don't want to break up my, my, my family because I can't keep my penis in my pants. Yes, I give myself credit for, for making that choice and making that change and deciding to be a better version of myself. I And for all the ladies credit. out there that have been in past relationships that were toxic and men that couldn't stop cheating and you thought that all men are cheaters and now you're with somebody that you don't have those issues and worries, you know, just tell them thank you. All right. Well, we got rumors on the way. Yes, and let's talk about Kanye West and Kim Kardashian West and the present that he gave her for her birthday. All right, we'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne Tha God. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get to the rumors. Let's talk Kim Kardashian. This is the Rumor Report with Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club. Yes, so Kim posted for my birthday, Kanye got me the most thoughtful gift of a lifetime, a special surprise from heaven. A hologram of my dad is so lifelike. We watched it over and over, filled with emotion. And the hologram speaks. Here is her deceased father, Robert Kardashian, uh, with the hologram message. 
The most beautiful thing that I have witnessed is watching you grow your family. You married the most, 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 most genius man in the whole world, Kanye West. You are the most, 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 most amazing mother to your four beautiful children, and they are perfect. Keep doing what you're doing, Kimberly. You are a beautiful soul. Know that I am very proud of you, and I'm always with you. I love you, Kimberly. Tell Courtney, Chloe, and Rob I love them and miss you all. Don't forget to say your prayers. Yo, drop one of the clues bombs for Kanye West. That's fire. I, I give Kanye hell up hell for a lot of reasons, but that right there is an amazing, amazing yeah. gift. It's very thoughtful, like Kim said, and I know it costs a lot of money. You you would much rather have something like that than a Birkin. I was thinking the same thing. All them women asking for Birkins. Wouldn't you rather have that instead? Stop That's asking right for there. a Birkin. Give me a hologram. Word. That's right. And if you and if you would rather love, if you would rather your Birkin over uh, a hologram of your deceased father, you never loved your daddy. Word. All right, now let's talk about Khloe Kardashian. She was on with Ellen, and she was discussing Kim's 40th birthday party. People were upset about it on social media, as we discussed previously. And here's what she had to say. This year is a frustrating year. I get it. But... Also, it's her 40th, and this is something that she really wanted to do. And being there, like, with all the precautions and everything that we took and how grateful everybody was for the tourism aspect of it and how so many people said that we were their first party or guest that they've had in months and what it's done, like, for them to be able to pay their bills or to do stuff for their family. I mean, just hearing those yeah. messages when we were there, it was really, we felt really good, and we felt so safe. And we did it in the safest way I could imagine someone yeah. doing it. She also talked about co-parenting with Tristan. So they're making it happen. Looks like they're back together. And for everybody with a Netflix account, people are upset because uh, apparently the prices are going up on Netflix. So they raised the prices of their standard and premium plans. So now it went from $12.99 for a standard to $13.99. And the premium went from $15.99 to $17.99 per month. Just to FYI. You're not going to cancel it. You're not going to cancel it. Netflix is too much a part of the culture. We love Netflix. We like the Netflix and chill. Ain't nobody out here talking about Huluing and parlaying or HBO maxing and relaxing, even though that could work. But Netflix and chill, that's part of the culture. Y'all not getting rid of Netflix. All right. The basic plan, though, the entry-level basic plan still is $8.99 per month. Um, now, Malik Beasley from the Timberwolves, he has been charged with pointing an assault rifle at a family and they were, I guess, uh, doing a homes tour or something like that. And mm -hmm. apparently they approached his rental home in Minneapolis in the suburb of Plymouth. And he and his girlfriend went to the car, I guess, and he had a gun. And so they called the police on him. Now he's being charged with fifth degree drug, drug possession and felony threats of violence. And his girlfriend is being charged with fifth degree drug, drug possession also. They have a one, one and a half year old son together. So... Uh, the Timberwolves did release a statement. They said, we are aware of the charges involving Malik Beasley. We take these allegations seriously and we'll let the legal process run its course. I would say I don't like how they do those tours, those home tours. Is that what you're talking about? People get on the bus and they, they drive by celebrity houses. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, they were in an SUV. And That's they not were nice, touring man. the parade of homes. His house was roped off. So they were sitting in their SUV and they said he allegedly approached the vehicle with an assault rifle, tapped on the window and told the family to get the F off his property. I mean, don't he have the right to do that, though? If they own his property? I don't know what you hear. Yeah. I don't know you're on a tour. I don't know you just say, you know, things exactly. are crazy right now. I also don't yeah, understand why all of these celebrities' uh, houses are publicly listed like that. I mean, it's easy to find. One person sees you at your house. Your neighbor sees you at your house. All they do the is UPS put it up there one time. The UPS delivery person. The UPS delivery person. FedEx delivery guy. So it's not that difficult. Uber Eats. True. 
All right. T.I. has addressed the reaction to his lyrics on We Did It Big, where he addresses his uh, friend urinating on Drake. Listen to this. So much I can say about my Life as I know it, it started that day I put up with you. Total your deuce in the quarter. You say I will win in the race, though. Fifth a hint to the face. If a fifth on your waist, caught a body. Spend millions of pill in your case while I'm fighting my own. Somehow I got you home, so drunk in LA, end up pissing on Drake. All right, well, here's what T.I. had to say about that Drake lyric while he was on with Complex News. Uh, I don't feel necessarily a need to hunt him down and interrupt his day to ask him why he unfollowed me. Like, oh, it's a real, if it's an issue and, you know, someone feels a certain kind of way and just has a disagreement uh, and we have, you know, some form of an interaction, my number is the same. But I don't have no real motive to weaponize an accidental incident against him. And I hope he's intelligent enough and aware enough to understand that. Yeah, I, I agree with Tip. It's just rap. Like, you know, like, why why would you take that personal? You know what I'm saying? It's something that actually happened, you know, that, that I guess people know about. So it's not like he rapped about it to try to diss you. He rapped about it because it was part of his life experience. Just like when Drake talked about dating SZA. What if SZA would have unfollowed Drake? <laughs> and, and she might have. mad about that. I think she did. <laughs> no, I, thought she said, I thought she said that she didn't care or something like that. I don't know. Whatever, man. Just <laughs> she just was, um, she actually did um, correct the timing of what he said. You know, I guess it wasn't mm. whatever years that he said, but she did unfollow him. <laughs> All right. Well, that is your rumor report. I'm Angela Yee. All right. Thank you, Miss Yee. Shout to Revolt. We'll see you guys on Monday. Everybody else, the People's Choice mixes up next. It's all about your favorite Halloween joint. So get your request in right now, 800-585-1051. You know, me and my family take the Halloween and the, and the holidays. Uh, we like to dress up. So uh, definitely check out Instagram because we got something special for people this year. We, we, we really put our, 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 our foot into this Halloween. So mix up next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. When a train hits a vehicle at a railway crossing, the results are often deadly. Be cautious at crossings, and if the signals are going, don't be tempted to try and sneak across the tracks, even if you don't see a train. Stop. Trains can't. Brought to you by NHTSA. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, shout to the uh, Zap Life app. I know I got a lot of uh, requests and offers to do Halloween parties. I ain't gonna front. I'm still a little nervous. I'm still a little scared to hit, you know, to go outside. So I'm actually gonna be DJing tonight on the Zap Life app. Uh, virtual holiday pa- Halloween party. So you can come on. You can wear your costumes. I can see you. And we'll party like that. I ain't, I ain't going out yet. I, I just, not yet. Not yet. I'm still giving a little time. All right, and I want to shout out to the One Music Fest on Sunday. They have this virtual pre-party to the polls, and -hmm. it's going to be streaming live on YouTube, on Revolt. There's performances by The Roots, Jill Scott, Rick Ross, Ari Lennox, Chica, Wu-Tang, T.I., Busta Anderson, Pack, Mad Skills, Tiana Taylor, a whole lot of people performing. Um, And I actually did an interview with Stacey Abrams where we talk about the importance of voting. And speaking of the importance of voting, you know, if you don't, know all of your voting how-tos, you can text Levi's to 788-683. That's how you can find out that you're registered. You can find out key dates and all your voting how-tos if you want to vote early. In some places, you still have time to do that. I know in New York, we have until Sunday at 4 p.m. to vote early and find out where you can vote the day of. Just text Levi's to 788-683. All right. Well, when we come back, we got the positive notes. So don't move. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Now, shout out to Reason for joining us this morning. Salute yes, to my he woke guy, up Reason, early. Man. I saw 
on Twitter, he said he's dreamed of being on the Breakfast Club. He woke up early just to listen. So that's dope. So thank you, Reason, for joining us. That is yeah, that's one of my favorite, uh, favorite new young rappers out there. Uh, salute to Reason. He's very, very dope. His album, New Beginners, is out right now. All right. Well, you got a positive note? Yeah, the positive note is this, man. Remember what I told you during Donkey of the Day. It's going to be a lot of distractions that you see this weekend because the most important election of our lifetime is Tuesday. So I just want to tell you, uh, whatever you see this weekend, just please starve your distractions, feed your focus. The focus should be November 3rd. Focus, 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 focus. Breakfast club, bitches. You all finished or y'all done?